on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. This is Hour 3 of Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're the underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side... Big Dog Sports Talk Power Hour. It is a lovely summer day. Always much better when the great Stevie Wonder leads it off. It's the Power Hour here on the program. Shaq Gould scheduled to join us. In about half an hour, Radford Basketball joining us now. It's time for Bill Roth and the Roth Report. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Presented by the University Club of Virginia Tech, Blacksburg's premier private club and event venue. Now along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer and current ESPN broadcaster Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. Good morning, William. How are you, my friend? Good morning. Are you happy to be back in the studio today, or should we get you back out to <laughs> no, University I kind of, I kind of enjoyed that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was fun, man. That was fun last Wednesday. Had a great time out there at the U Club. Appreciate everybody. They were so nice to us. Well, good to be back with you again today. A big day. ACC kickoff begins this morning. Oh, yes. Huge. huge For two days, lots to discuss. Some of it, I think, might include some football. (laughs) Yeah, at some point, right? At some point (laughs) over the next two days. No, there'll be a lot of football talk. But uh, Jim Phillips, the commissioner of the conference, does indeed kick things off this morning at 930 Eastern Time, uh, which you can watch on ACC Network. And I'm sure everyone understands his position and what he'll try to do. And then what the, the writers, journalists, broadcasters who are there will then ask some very interesting questions, I think, coming up here in the next couple hours. No doubt about it. And I think uh, I hope we just see some clarity. I hope we see some honesty about what the league's planning ahead. You know, maybe even getting off the meteorites thing for a while and just talking about how the league's going to try to make up for the perceived loss of uh, revenue compared to the two big conferences right now, right? Well, it's, I think it's more than a perceived uh, well, gap yeah. in revenue. Yeah, I think we know that there is one. But, um, boy, well, you just said there's a lot to unpack right there. You know, I think what we need to do, first of all, with, with the, the, the conference situation has changed so much since really the last time that Jim had a big speech was back in February, right? When the ACC voted against the 12-team playoffs yeah. since then. good point. You know, the top player in the league left for USC. The NIL has gotten even more crazy. And then UCLA and SC going to the Big Ten. So there's been a lot of things that have happened since February. And... That was his 
spring football, pre-spring football address. So who knows what might happen by Christmas time because a lot has happened. I think that the one thing that you need to keep in mind if you're a tech fan or, or, or UVA fan is that the, the next domino to fall, if one does fall, will, will be Notre Dame. And so the thing to watch is the Notre Dame-NBC negotiations. We've seen Notre Dame would like to make as much as $75 million from NBC mm-hmm. through its television rights for the Notre Dame home games, which NBC owns those rights, and Notre Dame gets to keep all of that money. I think that is that is the, the most important thing to watch because we still don't know where the playoff is going to be, right? There's no reason for Notre Dame to join a conference. I think everyone knows. They don't want to, right? They, they love their independence. There's no reason for Notre Dame to ever join a conference as long as, A, that institution is making its t- television money, and, B, it has access to the playoff. Right. So, you know, this week we did see the SEC Commissioner Sankey make a bit of a pivot. He, he would like the best teams to make the playoff, not necessarily conference champions, you know, when, when the, the SEC was in favor of a 12-team playoff where conference champions went. Right. So the ACC champ, right. That was almost somewhat of a uh, compromise by the SEC. What if just the best teams made the playoff? Mm-hmm. What if they're all from the Big Ten and the SEC? And and the reason that that is important is that there's, the, there's going to be so much money in this playoff. Your league has to have a, a, a slot. Because even if your favorite team doesn't make it, you might say, wow, UVA's not making the playoff anyway. Yeah, but there'll be so much money coming in, your league champion has to get there. Well, the ACC voted against that, Rick. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see what Notre Dame does. As long as Notre Dame has access to the playoff or the playoff pool, the money, and a television deal, there's no need for them to join a conference. That's the next domino. If it falls, if it ever falls. Now, if, if if NBC and Notre Dame say, you know what, we can't reach an agreement, then things could change pretty quickly again. But uh, I think from whatever, everything we've been told, Notre Dame and NBC have a really good relationship. Boy, that's a lot of money to increase. That's $60 million more they're asking out of their next TV contract. And that sounds like a lot to pull just being one entity and only for home games, to me, anyway, without something happening with NBC getting other games like they want to play you know, in front of or behind a Notre Dame game. Well, that's where the Pac-12's media rights being wide open right now, that does allow potentially NBC to get some shoulder programming for, mm-hmm. for a Notre Dame package. But that's the next thing to keep an eye on. Well, what do you expect today now? Dabo Sweeney, I mean, Clemson's going to have uh, potentially a big year. Dave, is this the year NC State? It's going to be interesting to hear from those coaches uh, as they talk today on the Atlantic side of things. Yeah, you know, I, I read an interesting story that David Hale wrote yesterday. There's only a half a dozen schools or so that have never been ranked in the top 10 in the preseason or in the postseason. And NC State is one of them. Oh, is it? Wow. Okay. And I think a lot of people think this might be NC State's best ever team. And I also think a lot of people feel that Clemson lost its coordinators, and, mm-hmm. and even though they, they should be better, it's not a slam dunk there. I don't know. I, I think it'll be really interesting to see who's picked to win that side, whether it's Clemson or NC State. Well, so. and then tomorrow we have four new coaches, right? First-year coaches on the Coastal side, one being Brent Pry and uh, Mario Cristobal for Miami, who's uh, going to come in and be a, probably a media star tomorrow. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I mean, clearly, I mean, this is actually pretty good for Brent because there's no pressure for him to win right away this fall right mm-hmm. now, whereas Miami is. I mean, right. Miami paid so much money for its coach, so much money for its offensive coordinator, so much money for its players. Oh, uh, absolutely. There's a lot of, you know, Miami expects, I, I mean, I don't know that they expect to win them all this year, and Miami has been, as we know, somewhat of an underachiever. They're always picked to win the division. This is the first time Miami has gone out and and – Who's the best head coach in the country that we can get? Pay him. Who's the best offensive coordinator in the country? Pay him. And not that they haven't had good coaches before. They've just not given any of them time. Like Mike London, or I'm sorry, Al Golden, Mike London. Al Golden, pretty good coach. Yeah, sure. He was. Um, but they didn't. They, they want to win right away. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. I heard you before. I think I would give the slight edge uh, on on that side to Clemson because I do think it has a chip on its shoulder after yes, last year. absolutely. But I think NC State and Wake will be really good on that side again as well. Where do you think ultimately when it comes out and when do you think where do you think Tech's going to show up on the, on the coastal side? Probably fourth, maybe fifth, depending on who votes. But I'm but I'm with you on the on, on the coastal side. I, I think if you look at the who has the this is really interesting. Who has the most good returning players? It's Pitt, right? Experience-wise, sure. Yeah. So, I, but 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 they lost Pickett and they lost their coordinator and they lost Addison. So, um, just by the strength of of the ACC Rookie of the Year, Tyler Van Dyke, I I have, <laughs> I think I would pick Miami. <laughs> I know it's painful but, to say. But, I know. <laughs> but uh, but but Pitt is probably the safer pick there, and I and and then Carolina third, and then. Tech or UVA, fourth, fifth, probably. That's how it'll come out tomorrow. Well, it's going to be interesting. The spotlight will definitely be on Jim Phillips, and I'm very anxious to see the the questions that come his way and and, and how he answers those. I hope. Yeah, you know, it's funny because his speech, I mean, it will be positive. It will be we're all together. We are committed. We know what what the overall speech will be. But if you're a writer or a broadcaster, that's going to be really interesting. What are you going to say to try to get a reaction out of Jim? Mm hmm. I mean, there's a lot of columnists out there that think his league is the Titanic. <laughs> Absolutely. But I don't think the administrators in the league necessarily feel that way. Not that they're not looking around to make sure there's a lifeboat in case one is needed. Mm-hmm. I think we know that that is happening, but I don't think everybody's just ready to, to, to jump off because there, there's not another there's not another ship to join right now. That's right. That's right. He is Bill Roth. It's the Roth Report. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. It'll be time for the SMA update. Also... We'll get Bill's Baker team game of the week and his NRV Heart Clinic top three. More of the Roth Report here on BDST when we come back. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. 
Hey, Hokie fans and alums, have you ever wanted to throw an event or dine with friends with Lane Stadium as your backdrop? Well, now you can. University Club of Virginia Tech is now offering memberships with the complete club experience. You'll have member access to dine during the week, a quiet place to work, an incredible venue to host private events, and most importantly, a setting that fosters community and relationships. For more information, go to universityclubofvt.com. That's University Club of vt.com. This is Rick Watson, voice of the Radford University Highlanders and host of Big Dog Sports Talk. Let me tell you about my friend Louise Baker with the Louise Baker team of Long and Foster. If you are looking to buy or sell here in the NRV, I can think of nobody better to take care of your real estate needs than Louise. She's meticulous, very detail-oriented, and will work to make what can be a very stressful time as stress-free as possible. Call Louise today for all of your real estate needs. You'll be glad you did. For more information, go to nrvhomes.com. That's nrvhomes.com. From the classroom, to the studio, to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech Sports Media and Analytics Program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. And welcome you back here on this Wednesday, BDST and the Roth Report. We're getting closer to August, which means it's time now for the SMA update. What's going on with the group? And some news. We have a new addition to our faculty. I'm really excited. Anthony Amy, who spent four years as an anchor at ESPN and then nine years as an anchor and reporter at WSB Television in Atlanta, is moving to Blacksburg. And he will join our full-time faculty as a professor of practice starting this fall. So I'm excited about Anthony. He's from uh, the D.C. area, went to college at Hampton, uh, started his career uh, interning in D.C. And uh, is a guy that had a really, and is having a really good career. And I'm glad we can lure him to uh, Virginia Tech. Oh, very cool. You just keep adding to the stable, man. It's good stuff all the way around (laughs) for all the students. Excited to have him, and yeah. we'll have, uh, again, 250 people in our major this fall. This fall, next month, when we start. Yeah, 20, it's here, isn't it? 23 year. Yeah. Wow, wow. It's going to be so cool with you doing that, and then, you know, with the football games, man, it's going to be just uh, a lot on your plate, though. Busy time, I know. I know. Yeah. It'll be fun, though. It will be. Yeah, it'll be a little juggling, but yeah. it'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> You'll be good. Yeah. Hey, uh, we're going to get into the Baker team game of the week. What did you think of the All-Star game last night uh, out in L.A.? Did you watch any well, the of the American League won again. They did. They did. That was what, nine in a nine row? Nine in a row. 21 out of 25? Yeah, yeah. But uh, the, the, the story, the star is uh, Joe Manaply for me. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. So for those that don't know, Joe Manaply pitched at Tech, um, and he was a late, late <laughs> draft pick in 2013. He went in the 27th round, and he, he got re- he's been with three different organizations and his arm blew out. But he never quit. Uh, he had Tommy John surgery, and the Diamondbacks liked what they saw, and they gave him a shot. And you know, you know, once you hit thirty and you've been released by a couple of organizations and you've had your arm rebuilt, the odds of making it to the All Star game are slim. And Joe went out there, had a great spring training. He's had a great year with Arizona. Made the All Star game and he pitched a one two three inning last mm-hmm. night. And that that's that's why Joe Mantiply should be everyone's hero. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. That that video they released, the Diamondbacks, when they announced it in the clubhouse that he'd made the team and he got all emotional, that was pretty powerful stuff, too. Yeah. That was great to see. 27th round pick. <laughs> 31-year-old 
with a rebuilt arm. So there's a surgeon somewhere that deserves a really, really expensive bottle of wine. <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> and and not only that, but but the the, the people who rehabbed him, right? The, yeah, sure. Boy, being you know, being a thirty-one-year-old pitcher—that's a lot of innings on it. Him really arm. is. And, it really is. And uh, Joe made it. So congratulations to him. And he was a terrific pitcher on the collegiate level, obviously at Virginia Tech. But it wasn't like, by the way, we mentioned Gavin Cross a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He was picked ninth by the Royals, right? Uh, this past week, the highest pick ever. Joe wasn't the ninth pick. <laughs> no, he was not. <laughs> 27th round, do the math. 27 times 30 teams. You can see how many people were picked ahead of him. Uh, but he made the All-Star game finally uh, as a 31-year-old for the first time. Well, it was cool for Coach Chef to see so many Tech players taken, right? The, the, the draft's now 20 rounds, but uh, to see all those guys taken so highly considered, that, that's what we had hoped would happen. That's uh, yeah, what happened. Yeah, it's funny. I was Andrew Allegretta was back in town. Uh, in Blacksburg this week, and Vanderbilt had five of their high school p- kids picked. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> the recruits are taken, yeah. They're gone. <laughs> They're gone. And, 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 yeah. and, and that's one of the problems. This happened to Miami a couple of years ago. This year it happened to Vandy and LSU. Both of those schools had f- their five top prospects picked, and they're not going to attend. So imagine that. Mm. Here you are a month away from the start of school. You have the number one high school or slash number one recruiting class in the country coming right. in. And not a, one of them is going to come. <laughs> you can't replace them. No, not at all. Not That's at all. the delicate balance. You can't sign the very, very best of the best because, I mean, the Cubs, all the Cubs and Pirates did is take high school pitches. <laughs> That's it, like, yeah. So if you're a really good high school player, you're already set to go to LSU, but you get picked. You, you're not, you, know. you can still go to LSU. They'll pay for your tuition, but you're not going to play for them. Right, right. Yeah, so. But yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited. We'll see what what happened. Tech baseball. I think Coach Shep getting back to your original premise. Yeah, they knew they were going to lose those guys. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. So. All right. What's your Baker team game of the week coming up post uh, All Star game in baseball before football? Well, I think Sunday. everyone the the buzz is going to be Giants Dodgers because it always is, and they're going to show those games on Fox and ESPN. I'm going Padres Mets. Oh, you know the Padres are just a game out in the West. The Mets have had a really good season. You start the second half of the season begins now this weekend and. I think that'll be a really interesting series to watch. And I think the Sunday game is on national TV. So um, Padres-Mets, Sunday night, Baker team game of the week. This is always a big time for teams, right? Getting ahead of the uh, trading deadline, which is coming up at the end of the month. Yeah, you know it. Movers and shakers. So we'll see how all that plays out. All right, we're rolling along here on the Roth Report. And I don't know where we're headed with it, but it's time for Bill's NRV Heart Clinic Top 3. Three, two, one. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top 3, presented by New River Valley Heart Clinic in Radford. All right. What's your top three shaping up to be here? We're sticking with the All-Star Game theme. Well, okay. Right? Joe Manaply made the All-Star Game, made the All- American League All-Star team last night, and then ended up pitching, as we know, uh, and getting a 1-2-3 inning. The top three players never to make an All-Star Game. Oh, this will be good. And this shocked me. Uh, it shows how hard it is to make the All-Star Game. Okay, number three, a great pitcher, one of the game's best closers in the 70s and the 80s. Okay, when 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 he retired, he was fifth in the history of baseball in games pitched and eighth all time in saves. But he never made an all star team. Gene Garber. 
Really? Garber was never on an all-star team. Wow. Never made it. You know, back then, the role of the closer, unless you were unless you were Goose Gossage, right? The, the, the people didn't appreciate the closer mm-hmm. back then. That's right. Gene Garber, Atlanta, remember the sidearm delivery? Yeah, he was the guy on the he ended he was the official final out that ended uh, Pete Rose's streak, right? Wasn't that Jim Garber? Uh, Gene yeah. Garber on the mound? Gene Garber. Yeah, yeah. So so he he retired in 1988, so it's been a while. So people that are under 40 have no idea who we're talking about, but and the Braves weren't really good at the time either. But imagine you were 8th in the history of the sport in saves and 5th <laughs> in games. Never made it. Wow. Gene Garber, that's a good one, man. Never would have okay. thought that. Uh, number two. Number two. And I think there's an asterisk that goes with this. Kirk Gibson. Never on an All-Star team. Nope. He he was an MVP. Right. He was the National League MVP in 1988, but was not in the All-Star game. Wow. Now, he declined a couple of options because of injury. Okay. But he never played in an All-Star game. Gotcha. Gotcha. Kirk well, Gibson. still, though. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah, that is something. I mean, that guy was a bona fide star for about three years, right? Man. Big series in 84 for the Tigers, too, against the Padres in the World Series. And he came from but, – but number one blew me away. Number one on our NRV Hot, uh, Heart Clinic top three. Yeah. Top three players to never make an all-star game. This guy was the American League Rookie of the Year for his team. And several times in his career, he was in the top 10 in the MVP balloting. Tim Salmon. Whoa. Tim Salmon. Is that amazing? That is absolutely amazing. What in the world happened with Salmon? Jeez. Is it West Coast bias? Oh, you would think, right? I mean, how could Tim Salmon never make? He was a great player, one of the best players uh, in the game. Yeah, one of the most feared sluggers during his time. Wow. See, I love this. That's why I love these lists, man. I'm going to be thinking about that all day now. <laughs> How in the world did that happen with Tim Salmon? I don't know. So at the end of the day, not only did Joe Manaply make the All-Star game. <laughs> right. He came in and did a 1-2-3 inning. <laughs> As a 31-year-old. <laughs> and Tim Salmon doesn't make an All-Star team. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's strange to me. Isn't that something? It really is. That one's mind-boggling. So there's some politics involved, obviously. Sure, sure. There's fan voting, right? So some, you know, St. Louis and Chicago have traditionally done really well with their players. They vote them in, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe Angel fans didn't vote them in. Maybe so. Maybe they were just apathetic during those days, right? He didn't get in, but they fill in the roster, and he wasn't one of the ones that they focused on. Yeah. Anyway, we got four and a half weeks left till we Yay. get really going with football uh, today. So again, today uh, Jim Phillips speaks this morning, and he'll give his his speech, followed by a, a Q and A with the media, and then the Atlantic Division coaches will speak. And I'm I'm curious, I a, a prediction for you. Okay. Since a prediction for you. There's no electoral college here. These these things go vote on <laughs> total right. votes, right? Since there are more North Carolina media attending, it would not shock me if NC State has picked the win, the Atlantic overcome. Okay, all right. We'll keep an eye on because that. Because of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Sure. It just, 
Now, not that Clemson's that far away from Charlotte, but I think those will be the top two. Okay. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that as well. And uh, great stuff from you, as always. And, yeah, we need to get out to the U Club together sometime, do the program. That was great. Do it again. Let's do it. All right, brother. Have a great rest of the week. There you go. That's Bill Roth and the Roth Report. Good stuff, as always. We'll take a break. We'll come back. See if we can run down uh, Shaquan Jules from Radford Basketball when we return. Good morning. This is Kimberly McBroom in the WDBJ 7 Newsroom with our latest on leave with pay as state police investigate. And Danville, 19-year-old Jocelyn Towns is facing charges in connection to a shooting Sunday on Memorial Drive. Towns is charged with aggravated malicious wounding and discharging a gun in a public place. And COVID activity in the Roanoke region is high but stable. The leader of the Roanoke City Allegheny Health District says they're seeing about 600 new cases per week, but that number does not include unreported cases, those people who tested home. That's your latest news update on the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD. Hey, Hokie fans and alums, have you ever wanted to throw an event or dine with friends with Lane Stadium as your backdrop? Well, now you can. University Club of Virginia Tech is now offering memberships with the complete club experience. You'll have member access to dine during the week, a quiet place to work, an incredible venue to host private events, and most importantly, a setting that fosters community and relationships. For more information, go to universityclubofvt.com. That's University Club of vt.com you know when it comes time for an address change to purchase new or sell the old you want a knowledgeable professional in your corner you know buying or selling your home can be a scary experience well set aside any fears with the louise baker team they'll guide you through the journey of buying or selling your home so remember these names louise marshall and Rhonda. the louise baker team for more info visit and like the louise baker team on facebook and nrvhomes.com. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today, the official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. 